May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. She was warned. She was given an explanation. But nevertheless, she persisted. Some things have not changed in the last 2,000 years. And I have to tell you, these words which were said to a certain politician also describe my granddaughter Olivia to a T. And while it can be a bit annoying in a 14-year-old, she won't always be 14. So watch out, world. And today, we hear this parable about a woman who is just as persistent and probably even more so than my granddaughter. In a certain city, there was a widow and the judge who had no fear of God and no respect for anyone, granted her justice because she kept pestering him. That's the parable, that's it. And out of it, out of those few short words, we've heard countless sermons and we've read stories about the unjust judge and the poor defenseless widow, most likely impoverished, alone and ostracized. God is like the judge, God is not like the judge, along with sermons about persistence in our prayer life. But that's what parables do. We hear them and out of our life experiences or where we happen to be at any given moment in time, colors our interpretation and our response to these parables. So for me, when I began reading and meditating on these texts, I heard the voices of women whose stories have been ignored, belittled, or dismissed. Voices silenced, not to be seen or heard. And I heard the widow's calls for justice in a world that at times is anything but just. And it's a call that rings just as true today. Jesus is nearing the end of his journey to Jerusalem when he tells this parable. And a number of theologians believe that the verses before and after the few lines of the parable, they were added later, that they were added to domesticate the widow in the story, easier to ignore her role, explain her away, if she was docile, accepting, non-threatening, a woman who prays unceasingly, on her knees in quiet humility, asking for mercy. But here's the thing. I don't think the widow was poor or defenseless at all. She is out in the public courts, in an arena of men, four men, standing up to this judge, seeking justice. She's not humbly on her knees, begging for the judge's mercy. She is shaking her fist right in his face and demanding justice. This is a woman to be reckoned with. This is a woman whose strength echoes Mary defiantly shaking her fist in the face of the empire. 
So I have to wonder, what does this parable have to do with us today? Many would say that this parable is simply about calling us back to a prayer life, to pray and to not lose heart. And that may be part of it. But I think it is less about our personal prayer life. And it's more about standing up and speaking out about injustice in our cities, in our state, and in our country. Standing up and speaking up like the widow in our story, persistently, vehemently, shaking her fists in the face of injustice wherever we find it. I think that in this parable, the judge is our existing power structures. It's the forces of the world that run counter to what God wants for each and every one of us. The judge is the powerful who abuse their power, exploit the marginalized, using the poor and the suffering for their personal, economic, or political gain, and flat out ignoring the injustices and pain around them. But I also have to wonder if at times we too play the role of the unjust judge when we remain silent, when we should have stood up, or we didn't speak in love and compassion, out in love and compassion, for those who lacked the power to speak up for themselves. When we say, it's not my problem, somebody else will take care of it. When we look away, or we're indifferent, or unsympathetic to the pain and suffering of others. This parable is a morality play for you and for me. It's a morality play for this world we live in. We are living in a time of great social and cultural upheaval. As a society, we are struggling with issues such as gender rights, women's rights, racial equality. And at times, it seems like that the unjust judges of this world with their rhetoric of hate, bigotry, and misogyny are winning. So perhaps, and I may be going out on a theological limb here, perhaps God is the persistent widow calling out for justice, standing with us, you and me, and the church, reminding us that we too are called to work for justice, that we are called to follow God, follow Jesus, and be like the persistent widow. Paul, in his letter to Timothy, reminds Timothy and us to proclaim the message, to be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. And he goes on to warn us that the time will come when people will have itchy ears and we will listen to those voices that keep telling us to be afraid, be very afraid, be afraid of others. 
And those voices will try to use our fear and try and keep us quiet and docile and well-behaved, accepting of the status quo, which didn't work out so well for the unjust judge. It is no accident that this parable takes place one chapter before Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. As one writer put it, Jerusalem, where justice will be abandoned by the power of the empire, and the power of the empire will reveal its absolute inability to respect or care for the other. So this parable ends with this curious question. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So today for Trinity Cathedral, though, I'd have to say we would find it out on the streets of downtown Phoenix as folks from Trinity Cathedral were out, or are still out at the Pride Parade, standing up and speaking out to the voices of hate and offering love and compassion to our fellow children of God. The presiding bishop reminds us that if it isn't love, it isn't God. And that seems like a pretty good place to start. When we get itchy ears and start listening to those who are telling us to be afraid, to doubt the goodness and the worth of our fellow human beings. We need to remember that God is always love, and we will know how we are called to live in this world. So maybe it's not a question of whether God will find faith on earth, but where he will find that faith. Will he find it in our churches, in our communities, in our country? And it will depend, won't it, on what we are willing to do about it. Are we willing to be like the widow, to stand up, to speak up, to return day after day seeking justice for ourselves and for others, to just keep showing up, to listen to those voices that have been silenced, and use our voices in our communities and at the ballot box, always remembering that if it isn't love, it isn't God. It's no accident that the readings today are all about persistence. Jacob wrestling with God. Paul reminding us to be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. To be persistent, even when we are warned even when we're given an explanation. It won't be easy, but that's our work, that's our call, to live as the widow did, to keep showing up, crying out for justice day after day, and it just might be the hardest work we will ever have to do. But we're never alone. God is right there with us, 
every step of the way.